morning and welcome to Visit Capital 5 Minute Morning Minor. It's Tuesday the 28th of November. Now, those smart people will know that actually it is Tuesday the 28th of November and it's the VSA Acris Showcase Day. So actually none of us are in the office. Um, but I've got Paul here and I've actually got a special guest. We're doing a special because we're not in the office. And I'm very pleased to say we've got uh, Gordon Steen, the FD of Cleantech Lithium on the line. Gordon, how are you? Um, very well, thanks. Good to see you. Oh, here you both again. Yep, been a, yep. been a while. It has been a while. You've been a busy boy, Gordon, because you've just done a fundraise. You've raised about £8 million. I think you've got an open offer going on, uh, which I've got to say, in, in these markets, which are really, really tough, uh, raising £8 million is is no mean feat. So maybe you'd like to explain, you know, how you did it. What was the magic? <sighs> magic? I'm not sure there was magic there. It was a heck, a lot, heck of a lot of hard work. I mean... I think, interestingly, some of the our investors are surprised that we're raising money at this time. I think, you know, it's um, we, we when we raised the money last year, 12 million, it was to undertake a pretty active work program. And that's exactly what we've done over the course of the last year. I think by by a long way, we've been the most active company in Chile. You know, we've drilled 10 wells, I mean, 10 wells in different difficult environment. You know, we've got a PFS on the go. That's another couple of million pounds. You've got, you know, a pilot plant we're, we're commissioning at the moment. People are arriving on site in the next couple of days. And then you've got the scoping, two scoping studies put out. See, all applications have gone into the production permits, et cetera, et cetera. And it's been a hugely active work program and it costs money. And, you know, we've been undertaking the work program throughout the course this year with a view to doing another raise at the end of the year. That was always the plan. Actually mentioned that in the interims. I'm not really sure people picked that up, but it says there we will be looking to raise money in the, in, in, in the, 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 the near future. But, I mean, the plan had been to do on ASX. I mean, that was always plan A. Um, and then right about September time, it was a realization that um, ASX was going to take longer than we'd envisaged. I mean, we've spent a, it's a huge amount of work on getting to the process to where we got to. The prospectus mostly drafted and all that. But it, was, it became clear around about September time that we weren't going to get there this year for all manner of regulatory and timing issues. And, and, and they've got some staffing issues in, in, in Australia as well. So. So then it was a, a question of right, we, we have to look back towards AIM. You know, you know, the, AIM, the, the markets are tough at the moment. And. When we were eventually out, you know, um, talking to investors, it was about another seven or eight companies doing exactly the same thing in our space. So really difficult. So we were really pleased to get eight million away. We went out to raise a minimum of six. We could have done 10, over 10. We had the book, but we decided to pair back. Um, and, and and we think it's a, a reasonable number. It allows us to get on with our work programs for, for, for next year. Oh, look, I mean, eight is a, a pretty good number. You've obviously got an open office so that uh, all shareholders can participate. And actually, the price is hanging around the placing price anyway, so they could go in the market and participate. But just a couple of questions, maybe. Um, I mean, you, you've had a, a baptism of fire, I would say, since you floated last year on the 17th of March. I think it was at 30p. You've then been up to 90p. You're now here, sadly, at 22p. It's, it's been quite a roller coaster. Um, I mean, and as you say, the ASX dual listing got slightly delayed. The lithium price has somewhat been all over the place. But I mean, it's an impossible question, really, but you know, you've now got this money. Where does it take you in, the, say, the next six months? What should investors be looking for? Uh, I'm well. I can assure you that the board is equally, you know, disappointed that we've that the way we've had to raise the money. I mean, that wasn't obviously the the plan on on day one, but you know, we went through a six week process to get you know um, to to the raise. You know, with a three week non deal roadshow. I mean, Aldo and Steve were on the road for three weeks in the states. In Europe, they went to Germany, to Switzerland, they, where they spent a week and a half in London, talking to institutions, investors, and so on. So, 
pretty extensive program and and, and the, the the message is we, we've got we've got a number of catalysts which will take us towards the asx listing um we've got another drilling campaign at laguna verde that will increase resource another another potentially up to four or five wells increase resource one of those wells will be a reinjection test and a reinjection well and also we'll have uh, um it'll get the resource move move resource from inferred to measure and indicate that'll help the pfs pfs is an extensive piece of work which is well well advanced you know and that will allow us to enter into conversations with strategic partners which we would expect to start march april and and, and another part that feeds into that would be the pilot plant and um, the pilot plant i think there's people arriving tomorrow um to help uh, commission that um i think they're arriving from either belgium or china i can't remember where but that will be a two-week process. People will see some photographs on, on, on that, and then uh, then it's up and running. And then it's all about producing battery-grade lithium. We can produce battery-grade lithium at the right quality and standard. We send it to, to off-takers, partners, strategic around the world. That's when there's a, a, a real kicker there. And um, another another thing as well about ASX. Why, why, why ASX? Well, 30% of our shareholders are Australian still. Regal funds came and held their corner. They were really supportive of us and, and the raids because they can see where this is going. And ASX, we would expect to see a re-rating. You, you know, some of our peers who haven't got anywhere near the resource we've got, haven't even got, you know, um, drilling campaigns undertaken, three, four times our market cap in Australia. It's a bit more of a sophisticated market, I think, out there. And there's certainly an investor base who would support us. So, you know, all of this coming together uh, in the next two, well, three, four months, um, as we would head in towards ASX, we've got a really good story and we'll be talking then to strategic partners and then, then the game changes completely. We've had people approaching us. They're still under NDA now. So, yeah, we've got an interesting few months ahead. Now we've got the funds to actually drive the programme. You're answering all my questions before I ask them, Gordon. It's magic. You know, like, you know, you can read my mind. I've got one more question on the fundraiser. And I might let Paul get a little bit of a question on some of the technicalities and DLE and the mine. But just, you know, you have actually, as you pointed out, you've got a big Australian shareholder base with Regal. Uh, you actually are fairly underrepresented, really, by institutions in the UK. I think you've got Premier Might and Gervais Williams, and, and that's the main one. Uh, I also, obviously, you, you as directors are, are shareholders, and I think you took up also in this placing about 300,000 pounds. I mean, do your shareholder base just, I mean, they've obviously been very supportive here. How much out of interest, if you can say, how much the raise was by your existing shareholders? And I mean, are you, are you it's a funny question, but are you happy with the way that you've got this incredibly international split of investors? Yeah, yeah, yes, I think is the answer. I mean, I mean, the process, once we opened the book up and, and brought people inside, I mean, we've, we've got about 16 new investors in this round. Obviously, we've got Regal held our corner, 15%. That's 1.2 million. And uh, JCAM came in for 800,000. And then there was Hadron. There was, there was a few other institutions came in. We've got one or two new institutions on the book. Uh, I'm not sure we're allowed to say all their names. But, um, and, you know, we're going to have another TR1 on, on, on JCAM. They'll go over 3% now. So, you know, and then we got a lot of, uh, of the high, some, some shareholders came in as well. I mean, I would say that well over... 50 to 60 percent of the book was current shareholders and and we you know you know what it's like we can't we can't often see behind the corporate veil you know we in in, in shareholders you know sometimes we don't know they're even on our books you know they're through their brokers or whatever and i've had some inbound e emails on that and you know sometimes you just don't know they exist so you you have to work with what you can get you do uh, your phone's going off i'm gonna um Hand over to Paul. Yeah. I think he's, he's itching to ask a few questions on the mine itself. 
Yes, yeah. uh, I, I think uh, important to point out, you guys are going to be using uh, sun resin technology for your uh, direct lithium extraction, and that is a company which is already producing at scale on direct lithium extraction in China, but they don't have an operating plant outside of China. Are they going to be trying uh, something different with yours or just trying to duplicate uh, what they already do? No, we've got... Um... Uh, I mean, Aldo and Aldo and, and Maha went to China only recently and, and actually saw the operating plants, you know, in, and they got some nice photographs and all that. There's a number of things. I mean, the plant has been designed in in, in Belgium and it's it's now in a warehouse in Copiapo and it's now being, it'll be commissioned over the coming coming days or coming weeks. Um, we are we've been testing various different resins to try and make optimize the process, getting some really interesting results. We'll put them out when we can. Um, but you know. We, and we won't be doing anything new here. We're just applying a technology that's existed for 20, 30 years. In, in, and that's all about using the, the right resin for your brine. And the resin we use for Laguna Verde may well be different to the resin we use for Francisco Basin if we, if we move towards that. So I think you know we're, we're, we're going through tried and tested process. Probably worth mentioning that um, Eremet um, over the border in, in, in Argentina are building a 24,000 ton a year daily plant, which goes operational in quarter two this year. That's a major piece of work, which probably the market has missed. They'll be the first DLE operational plant probably outside of China. So people will be able to see it for real. And that's actually the Aramet has just spent $95 million coming into Chile. So they, they can see Chile as another place where they've just acquired a lot of licenses and, and, and want to play as well. So the DLE will become more mainstream as all, all these different plants come on. I think Vulcan announced this morning they were, they were their demonstration plant was starting up. So I think bit by bit, you know, DLE will become more mainstream as people can actually see it working. Actually, probably butting in on Paul a little bit here, but what, what is the grade you've got there? I should know this probably, Gordon. What is your grade? It ranges between two to 300 parts per million, depending on where. I mean, actually, the deeper part, we went over 400 parts in the deeper part of Laguna Verde. Mm. And you can imagine where we're going to be drilling first, you know, um, when we're actually operational. So we've had, a, we've had a range. That's absolutely fine for DLE. I mean, we've we've already had battery grade lithium from the lamps. We've, remember, we've also had a lamp plant going for the last nine months, a mini one. But we've been testing resins, getting you know various different results. We've been also sending resin you know to China. We've been sending it to the US, just getting tests in different ways, and particularly with the resin, uh, uh, sending our brain to be tested with different resins. And um, we think we've got some good resins that we're going to be using. That certainly um, they're on order and they'll be arriving imminently. And then uh, then we go from there. And if I'm right, DLE doesn't have the same uh, weather-dependent issues that the open pond uh, production of lithium does. Is that right? That's right. You can do it 24-7, actually. I mean, you, you, whether it's in a warehouse or outside, you, you're not reliant on the sun. And obviously, the, the, the significant reduction in the use of water, it's much more environment-friendly. You're going to get twice the recovery from a DLE process than you would from evaporation ponds and, and actually the processing is much neater. You also do it in two days when compared to 18 months to two years. Yeah. Oh, well, look, there's your phone again. That's probably a subtle hint. Someone's telling you you're talking too much, Gordon. No, yeah. you're... <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Go on, Paul, I'll let you have one more question. <laughs> so how soon do you think that you'll have the uh, uh, the uh, bugs sorted out on the pilot plant since uh, it's... Uh, not like they're trying to do it from scratch. No, I think, well, we're, we're, we're going to find out, I guess. But, I mean, the, the commissioning guys arrive tomorrow. Uh, and then, as I say, there'll be some photographs and so on. And, we'll, and I think we're expecting a couple of weeks, two, three weeks. And then we'll, then it's go. Um, once we get the resin, 
Well, it, you know, inevitably there's going to be teething problems there is with any engineering facility, and we'll test this and that, and then obviously we're going to send the Elliot that we create from the DLE plant uh, to a company in, in in Canada. They're going to do the downstream part and produce battery grade lithium. So we would hope to put announcements out in the early part, probably the early part of next next month, uh, uh, into next month into into the early part of next year, as we get the plant up and running, and obviously you know scaling it up from start to what we hope is going to be you know a one ton, ton a month and uh yeah it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out it's been we ordered this about january and yeah, it's a two million dollar piece of kit um which has been fabricated in belgium and now shipped across the ocean and uh we're now ready to go it's going to be this is a, a good catalyst point for the company all right. Well, look, on that note, uh, Gordon, thanks for jumping on our five-minute morning minor as we do a bit of a special. We, we have gone a little bit longer than five minutes, but I knew it would do. Uh, but we'll call it a day there. But obviously, if people have got other questions, then just get in touch with us and we'll try and get you the answers. We'll put you in touch with Gordon. But uh, good luck to you, Gordon. I think it's a very exciting project. Thanks. Yeah, I appreciate that, guys. Okay. Thanks very much. All right. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. This podcast has been produced and edited by VSA Capital. It is intended for information purposes and not as investment advice. The information is intended for recipients who understand the risks associated with equity investments in smaller companies. Please do your own research and do not rely on a single source when making an investment decision. VSA Capital may derive fees from this content and seeks to do business with the companies mentioned.